0: Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale and book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Wednesday, July 26th, also known as a very important day here in Jill on Money land. It's Mark's birthday. So Mark, happy birthday. How are you?
1: Why, thank you. I am doing well. Yes. Another another year older, another year wiser, they say.
0: I hope so for you, you know, how wise can you be if you're sticking around with me? Can't be that good. But anyway, I I appreciate you and I celebrate you and um, we're recording this before your birthday, but at five o'clock, something should be in your email inbox. That's interesting perhaps if it worked. And other than that, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's just a day, but it should be a day of celebration. And I feel really happy to have you in my life. So I'm going to celebrate you and your birthday. So hooray for Mark. Yay. Why, thank you. I told Amanda, I said the the Carvel cake better show up. The Carvel cake is a biggie. You know, so we're going to a friend's house for dinner uh, for one of Jackie's many birthday celebrations for the weekend. And uh, I said to my friend, uh, Carvel Cake, right? i mean, Louise, you got to hook us up with a cake. She goes, of course. She literally said, well, you're like, oh, duh, what else would I get? Like one of those dopey expensive cakes? I don't think so. So yeah, we're going to have Carvel Cake all weekend. I'm very excited. I'm going to the doctor for my annual today. So I figured I was going to be really good right up until this point. But then for the weekend, I'm cleared out. Are you a Leo? You're a Leo, right? Yeah. I got a lot of Leos in my life. You, Jackie, my sister very important people to me. I don't know anything about astrology, so I'll have to look into this.
1: We are a pride of lions.
0: You are a pride of lions. Exactly right. All right. Uh, this is the program that celebrates Mark Telercio, best producer in the world, and also uh, attempts to answer your financial questions, even though dogs are barking in the background. It always happens. Is that, is that, is that Trixie and Charlie saying happy birthday? That is them singing, actually. It's amazing. You hear them? It's like happy birthday to you in dog. Uh, anyway, if you've got a financial question, go to our website, JillonMoney.com, click the contact us button. Don't forget to let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. And also, while you're there, you can subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots of cool bonus content. Very exciting. All right. So let's do some emails. We've got to get through this stuff. Uh, Mark says the inbox is bulging. And this is from Jeff who says he enjoys the program and he says he wants to know where he stands for his goal of retiring at age sixty two. He's fifty seven. so we've got five years, single, no dependence. He lives in Virginia. He works as a social worker. He makes about a hundred grand a year and he owns his townhouse outright. All right, here's what he's got seven hundred seventy thousand dollars in a four fifty seven account and he contributes the maximum, including the catch up every year. So thirty grand now. He's got uh, another 770000 just a coincidence, he writes, in Roth IRAs. Hmm. So he's got one and a half million bucks. He says, I have both a county and state pension. Oh, my God. Mark, this is incredible. So the state will pay him 3068 a month if he retires at 62. County pension would be about $1,580 per month. I mean, already I'm excited about this guy's plans. I I almost want to say, you know, how is he doing? I'm like, okay, you're done. We're all good. But maybe he spends a ton of money. So we'll have to see. But right now, again, the two pensions together, $46.50 a month. All right. He also has taxable brokerage accounts. He's got 44 grand in emergency reserves, $54,000 in liquid assets for a car, vacation, home maintenance, no debt, pays off his credit card every month. He's got estate documents. He says his expenses right now are five grand a month. He's going to have, fi- he's going to have most of that in pension income, right? Forty 50, it'll be taxable, but I get it. And he says he will be also able to collect social security when he retires, but he's going to have to pay his own health insurance until he's 65. Is this enough for me to retire at 62? Mark, shall we say it together? One, two, three. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> He says, if he works longer, his 457 would have a higher valuation. His pension and social security payments would increase. No big expenditures. He'd like to travel more for a few years when he retires. He says, when I put the data in the retirement calculator at work, um, it's telling me I'll be fine. It's scary to go from saving to spending. All right, listen, Jeff, calm down. You got plenty of money. Um, he wants to know about, so I don't even know what to tell you, except that you're fine. You're great. You've saved a lot of money and you're you're good to go. He gave us his allocation. He's got mutual funds and exchange traded funds, Vanguard and Tiro price, which is fantastic. He says he, most of his money in his 457 is in a 2035 retirement fund. I don't know. I don't love that for you, to be honest with you. I mean, it's fine. He's But that means he's got $770,000 in one 2035 retirement fund. What do you think, Mark? That doesn't
1: bother me that much, but just looking at what the uh, breakdown that he provided, it, it is pretty aggressive
0: considering that he's getting, you know, he's approaching retirement. I think what he's saying though, that the 457 plan, it, that 2035 fund is 30% large cap, 25% international, 70 It's like a very aggressive, if it's 2035, I don't know. I feel like that's an aggressive outlook. Maybe switch to like a twenty twenty fund. Yeah, maybe pull it in a little bit. I don't even know. Like why not just put some in stock index, bond index, and international index? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to do it.
1: I also get the sense that he may be planning on taking social security when he retires at sixty two. I don't think he has to do that. If I was him, I, I would get some of this money
0: out before RMDs. I agree. This is from Ron. He wanted to know, ask about my article in the Chicago Tribune about the economy producing 200,000 jobs in June. How is this number derived? Is it a net figure? Or is it actually jobs that did not exist in the past? The article identifies quits. All right, this is a big question. So let me just be clear. So statistically, um, there is the the number of the jobs created comes from the survey to businesses, right? How many jobs did you fill? How many people did you hire? Okay. And so, yeah, that number is a net number. The quits number is a different survey. It's from the job opening and labor turnover survey. He wants to set up a hypothetical. And and so he says, if a person who quits and has a new job to go to, is that considered a new job that the economy produced? So the answer is that because these are two different surveys they're not like, it's not parallel. So here's how he says, if a person quits and has a new job to go to, is that considered a new job that the economy produced? The answer is yes, but they're totally different metrics because the quits has a lag time of a month. So if Mark quits being the executive producer of Jill on Money and then goes to become an executive producer at Gimlet Media, he is counted as a quit And then if he takes a new job, that is a job that was filled by that company. So they're kind of different. So I think that a lot of the jobs data and what Ronald is bringing up is in fact a little bit weird because a lot of the jobs data is um, like job openings. You can have a job opening that's listed in Chicago, in San Francisco, in New York It's basically the same job because maybe it's a remote job, but I think it counts as three job openings. And that's the kind of thing that's weird to me. All of these data points, what happens is they will converge and create a trend. But in any given month, it can be very weird and you can have a lot of distortion. So it's a little noisy here. You know what? The labor market is cooling down a little bit. Uh, This big article about how many of the jobs that are being filled as those summer jobs that were so hard to fill in the past. Guess what, Mark? As soon as immigration opened up and COVID kind of retreated, we had a flow of people who wanted those jobs again. It's amazing, isn't it? Shocking. Uh, all right, this is from Melissa. I'm 51 years young and ready to retire. 51 and want to retire. Hmm, interesting. She thinks she's on the right path. She's got an IRA, it's got $30,000 she really didn't learn a lot about this stuff till her 40s. She has humble beginnings. She amassed debt. And then she said, I had a small windfall through a lawsuit and I eliminated school loans and a car loan. Spouse and I have a home loan, three and a half percent, $160,000 on a house that's worth a half a million dollars. She makes 130 grand. She gets a five to 10% increase raised this month. That's good. Um, she contributes 6% to her retirement plan, 100% match, meaning up to 6% on this. She maxes out her Roth 457, which is great, 20500 It's only her second year being positioned to do that. She says, I do expect to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Why? If you're going to be, if you're absolutely going to be in a lower tax bracket and you really know that, then you would choose to be in a traditional. But- how do we know that you're really going to be in a lower tax bracket? Which, by the way, she, she also has brokerage account, emergency funds, about a half a million dollars. It's pretty amazing.
1: You know, a lot of people think they're going to be in lower tax brackets when they retire. They just assume, oh, I'm not working. My tax bracket is going to go down. But that's not always the case. I mean, there's, you know, all this money's going to continue to grow. She's eventually, I'm assuming, going to have Social Security. She didn't mention anything about a pension, but she has a 457. So I'm not sure. I, I don't know. You know, it's a, ro- it's a roll of the dice. That's That's for sure.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, if you want, I guess if you want to hedge your bets, you know what you would do, you would just split it. But I'd love to know more. Can you follow up with us, Melissa? Uh, Okay, Rosanna.
1: This is because we get remember last week, we had a bad review about the Hyundai Ionic.
0: Is that what it's called? Yes. I felt like I had to even out the playing field. Okay, so here we go. Mark wanting to be a people pleaser from way back. Okay, so. Hi, Jill and Mark. I just listened to the podcast with the excerpt from The Car Expert. And to give you an update, I traded in my Subaru and I bought the Hyundai Ionic 5. Okay, all caps, I love this car. And I usually don't love things. I got a really great trade in value for my old car. Hyundai offered a thirty three thousand dollars rebate to make up for the fact that the Ionic 5 is not included in the federal tax program, the tax credit program for EVs. The car is zippy. It's comfortable. I purchased it in the beginning of May. We already have 7,000 miles on it. Mark, by the way, my Mini Cooper has 6,000 miles on it to 2014. We installed a level two charger at home. It's very convenient. Our electric bill is only increased by $10. I do have a car payment now. It's not great, but the upgrade in performance has been worth it. I recommend the Ionic 5 for those in the market for an EV, and I will be signing up for your premium service. Thank you, Rosanna. Mark, I'll tell you what. After that, I got spooked by that call, by that guy who wrote in after the the negative. That's why I feel like we had to include this one. But I mean, you can get a lemon no matter what, right? I remember um, early on. So I bought. I only buy used cars, so this one would not be a used car. But early on, I bought like this car off the lot on December thirtieth. I was a hard bargainer. I called up Quincy. I like texted Quincy from the dealership. He's like, "This is what you should offer." And he told me exactly how to do it. And it's great. Early on, I remember there was like a worry that there was a squeak. Someone said to me, you know, that those cars, they have these terrible brakes. They squeak, squeak, squeak. And I went to the dealer and I'm like, what about the squeak? He goes, well, if it squeaks now, then you're done for. It's like, you know, you've got it for the rest of your life. If not, don't worry. And it was never a squeaker. So thank goodness. I figure I will be buying an EV, but I'm probably not going to do it for at least a year, maybe two. I really want to, I want to make sure that all these kinks are worked out. And by the way, I hear the repairs for these cars are insanely expensive, Mark. Like you're used to your car. If you take it, how often have you ever taken your car into the shop? I just take it in for their regular maintenance. That's all. And it's like really cheap, right? Yeah. You know, how much can an oil change be? Exactly right. I have spent, let me tell you what I've spent on the Mini Cooper. I had to buy a new battery after, you know, so many years and 6,000 miles. And I've spent like, I don't know, $100 on oil changes. That's it. The other car, I have to ma- I have to maintain it. But it's like a thousand bucks a year, I figure, in general for the maintenance. And I'm going to drive that sucker into the ground. And hopefully, you know, then between now and the time I get rid of it, then I'll have a great EV and the repairs will get cheaper and cheaper. That's what I'm hoping. We'll see. All right, listen, this has been a pleasure. It is Mark's birthday. Send him lots of birthday greetings. Send him kisses. Send him pictures. Tell him that you want him to keep doing this for as long as he's willing to put up with me because I really need him. Anyway, if you would like to come join us on the program, just go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and check the box that says you would come on the air. Don't forget, you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset. You can sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can subscribe to Jill on Money Live. All those things right there also don't forget to lift someone up change your work change your wealth change your life thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow